Ching, 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 ching. Welcome to present party, colon, a join-the-party wintertime spectacular. Ching, ching, ching. Oh, Amanda, why did you give me, you gave me socks that have jingle bells stitched on them. I don't know why you did that. Oh, is, are you not Christian? No. (laughs) (laughs) No? Our mistake. Our mistake. I assume they were like weighted. You were trying to get my calves super shredded or something. That's why I was confused. Like Rock Lee and Naruto. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that great joke that definitely worked. Uh, hello, welcome to Present Party, the Cole Enjoy the Party uh, Spectacular. Wherever you are, it's probably snowing. And it's special not only because there's magical snow happening, but because we have a special guest. It is Connor Franta. Hi, Connor. Yay. Hello, hello, hello. Connor, yeah. you look like someone who many people would know from the internet. How can we put that name and face and voice together? On the internet? No, I'd scratch it from the record. Is this being recorded? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing goes on the internet. No, none of it. Not everything. Uh, yeah, Connor Franta, longtime YouTuber, been on the platform for 10 years, and I'm so excited to be here. Wonderful. I liked how you said that. It was like longtime YouTuber, first time Dungeons & Dragons player. Very excited to be a part <laughs> <Exactly>. of this. Exactly. <laughs> Very much during the pandemic, picked up a new hobby and can't kick it. <laughs> Love that. Perfect. Well, let's put this to good use and turn it into content. And uh, I would love to bring you all into a wintertime miasma that we have here. My present to all of you is this one shot. <gasps> Thank oh, you. Cool. You wrapped it up That's with a bow sweet. and everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brandon, stop trying to eat the papers. No. There was like the cake. No, I will oh, not. <laughs> we were going to save it's so that. so shiny. <laughs> well, we are not going to do our usual uh, Lake Town City things, but we are staying within the world of Campaign 2, Lake Town City. And I would like to zoom in on a regular looking public school with uh, bushes outside dappled with the upstate New York winter snow. And we kind of zoom in on the sign outside that says Al Gore Lower and Upper School for Powered Individuals. (laughs) Oh, I love Al Gore. Al Gore, (laughs) the most sustainable energy is superpowers. (laughs) He found that out. He did a hard pivot during superpowers. It's a real question whether or not Al Gore in this universe is just like the principal of the school or just like donated the money for the school. Who can say? No, they just they just named it after him. Oh. He, this is actually this is a public school. It says Al Gore, no relation in parentheses. <laughs> Al Gore, appreciative but not uh, involved. Al Gore Memorial, no, he's still alive. Thank you, Julia. It's not actually, even Al Gore. It's just someone named Al Gore, and everyone thinks it's Al Gore. It's Alfred Gore. You've never heard of him. Alan Gore. <laughs> there would definitely be kids born in like the, the 90s and early 2000s. There are a bunch of Zenial Al Gores. I'm just gonna have. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Al Gore Brown. Like that must be a person. Yeah, for oh, sure. Boy. For sure. It is quite a mouthful saying Al Gore Memorial Lower and Upper School for Powered Individuals. And that doesn't really spell a cool name. They really should have figured that out. But uh, people just call it Super School. This is the first public school uh, designated with uh, New York State funds for powered individuals if people want to pursue that particular tract. This is like uh, you take your regular classes. You also take superhero and learning things classes. Julia, yes, this is my hero academia. Congratulations. (laughs) This is my present to you. You're fulfilling a dream. Thank you. There you go. (laughs) And on the last day before winter break, everyone inside the school is excited. 
Except for the students who are stuck in detention. And because this is the day before winter break, we're not even waiting till after school. This is in school during school <laughs> detention. And you don't get to participate in all of the wintertime present games. No. Well, you guys should have been bad, bad kids. And as we look into uh, room 105... At the front desk stands at eight feet tall, straight up just a minotaur, big bull head, <laughs> pointy, sharp horns pointing all the way up, ring in the nose. But he's wearing like, I guess, business casual, as you remember your teachers wearing business casual, like sharp khakis and like a very large Fairlands sweater. Kind of, it's like green and white with literal, uh, actually, I was going to say bulls on it, but I like it better if there's a maze just, <laughs> just all going, very just good. knit into the uh, sweater that is only makes sense to Mr. Minotaur and not to anyone else. <laughs> totally chic. <laughs> it's just so I, chic. I want it. And uh, Mr. Minotaur says, <laughs> okay, everyone, can we all just settle down? Well, you were, you were all lucky enough to have done uh, trouble with a capital T here at uh, at Super School, and uh, luckily, because it's the day before winter break, we you get to deal with it during the actual day. Um, as you might know, I'm Mister Minotaur. Yes, these are real. No, you cannot ride them. Yes, if you mess with the bull, you get the horns. <laughs> Mr. Minotaur, you t- you teach you teach Spanish. We know who you are. I teach health, and all of you need to go to health. <laughs> I know all of you are skipping. It's very important. Um, so I get. I'm gonna just read off who uh, just say here, and uh, then sit quietly and read. I guess. Whatever you have, okay. And uh, Mr. Minotaur puts on like very, very tiny glasses for his face because <laughs> oh, no. he needs readers and picks up a clipboard on the desk. Says, "Okay, we're just gonna do this alphabetically by last name." Uh, Nora Brady, are you here? What? Amanda. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. Amanda, would you like to introduce your character? Um, look down. And my character, Nora Brady, has summoned Mage Hand to write here in Sharpie on the clipboard. <laughs> that seems that seems very rude. Amanda, can you please uh, describe Nora Brady and tell us how your powers have manifested themselves? Yeah, Nora Brady is a nerd, but also a bully because she <laughs> really believes in um, being unique. Uh, she's a fighter. And she is a mage hand magus, meaning that um, she fights, but not with her own fists, with um, mage hand fists. So get ready um, to meet these fists, but you're never going to meet my fists because I I stay safe behind my wheelie backpack, like over in the corner, um, <laughs> where I can just not do all of that and just fight from afar because that's efficient. Dear God. <laughs> Wonderful. It's kind of rude that you're playing me in high school, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) My backpack does weigh about 100 pounds, but it's wheelie. And uh, yeah, no, I'm stoked to be playing a fighter. I love it. I I love her. I love Nora. Yeah. Uh, Nora has an AC of 16 because of the wheelie backpack. And Amanda, I just want you, can you read what your stats are to everyone? Yeah, no, I I definitely have negative one in everything except dex, intelligence, and charisma, which are plus three. (laughs) 
Min Incredible. Max. I love it. Incredible. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, Mage and Magus is a subclass for fighter, which comes from Valda's uh, Spire of Secrets from Mage Hand Press. Shout that shit out, and uh, I'm going to put it in the episode description. Y'all should check that stuff out. Hell very yeah. cool. It's so good. I'm very excited. Basically, I can summon Mage Hand as a bonus action and can like do all kinds of things with it that you can't do with standard Mage Hands. Hell yes. Sick. This is already the worst thing I've ever done, uh, <laughs> and I was a villain for an extended period of time. <laughs> Mr. Minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> You all knew that. I know the students talk. Don't don't act surprised. That's rude. That's just rude. You're just lying to my face. Okay. Uh, Fritz Mondale, are you here? Here, sir. Here and ready for detention, sir. Oh, Brandon. Brandon, can you tell us about Fritz Mondale? Yes. Fritz Mondale is a student body vice president. And Yay. <laughs> he ran for school body president, and they had... 18th century rules, and he lost, so he became vice student body vice president. He him he has uh, lightning shock powers. I am a sorcerer, and my subclass is shocking soul, which is a subclass from the wonderful No Capes Guide, which is written by. Uh, let me check my notes. Oh yeah, our DM Eric here. Whoa, <laughs> wow, weird. That's so strange. Yeah, like Fritz, you're gonna have to turn it down like three notches, please. I don't know how, sir. Wonderful. Okay. Um, all right. Let me see how to pronounce this. Is this uh, A Awin Seraphim? Are you here? Yeah, I'm here. Reluctantly. Connor, why was I told you to be in your character voice? Um, <laughs> I mean, boo. Connor, can you tell us about Awin? Uh, Awin is uh, a little bit of an emo teenager. Uh, a little bit of a loner. A little bit too smart for my own my own good. Don't have many friends. Don't know why. It's <laughs> <laughs> like sounds like we've already heard this character. Mm, no, I love mm, it. Man, I was soon to be best friends. <laughs> the cool part about me is that I can teleport. Oh, so when I don't want to be here, which is most of the time, I don't have to be. <laughs> Heck yeah! <laughs> so later, losers. <laughs> Hell yes. Awin is a rogue using the subclass uh, Spacewalker, which is also from No Capes. Oh, who's that written by? Uh, I don't know, some fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> okay, and then finally, uh, Awen, please stay in your seat. Please. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> it's literally my job. Wish I did not have to. Okay, and finally, uh, Chloe St. Croy? Qua? I don't know. I'm sorry, what? Chloe, <laughs> Chloe, are you here? I just responded to you, so yes. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. Julia, t- how do you pronounce your character's last name and tell us about her? Like the sparkling water. Oh, Chloe wonderful. St. Croix. Oh, okay. Excellent. What flavor of LaCroix is Chloe? Pomplamoose, probably. <gasps> Love it. I would have called that for yeah. you. <laughs> it was the first one that I could think of, so grapefruit. It's classic. So Chloe is a cleric, and her god is actually um, wealth. (laughs) (laughs) And that is also from Valda's guide, and it is uh, fantastic, and she's a delight. I love her so much. I love it. Incredible. Love love the little rich girl. <laughs> I I don't. I hate I hate everything that's happening here. Okay. So what we're going to do is uh, I need all of you to sit quietly. Unfortunately, none of you get to participate in uh, the super school presentation. Uh, nice. That's the that is the you get to do this during school, but unfortunately, 
you get to miss all the fun giving presents to each other and celebrating presentation. So you shouldn't have, if you don't do the crime, you get punished. Sorry, okay. what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know why I wasn't rewarded for telling my fellow students that they had to get a fucking grip on their life if they were going to succeed. Like, ultimately, I'm setting them up for success, so... When you say getting a grip, is that a metaphorical way to describe you choking uh, your fellow students from 30 feet away? I mean, it was reinforcing the message. That's pedagogy. <laughs> is that not? No, I, no? Ordinarily, no, uh, Nora, you, it is not, you are not responsible for teaching people lessons, no. I fucking should be. <laughs> I feel like pedagogy is like a $3 word. Is that right? It's like around there. It's not quite five, but... <laughs> Julia, are you using one of your powers? No, it has to be an item. <laughs> one of Julia's powers is she knows exactly how much things are priced, which includes words. <laughs> it's called appraisal. The price is right. Uh, it's incredible. That's fucking brilliant. That's it's fucking true. brilliant. <laughs> I would actually love it if all of you would either make a religion or a history check for me. Oh, because yeah. uh, Lake Town City has a different sort of uh, wintertime tradition of presentation. That I would love to talk to him about. Ooh. I rolled a seven, so I don't know shit about shit. Shout oh. out to the cleric who doesn't know about religion. Love that. I do have bonuses. I just only have a plus two because my intelligence is zero. Mm. <laughs> also a seven here. Okay. I got an 18 for history. Dirty 20 history. Dirty Ooh. 20 history. Okay. Oh, of course the nerds roll high on this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make a lot more money than you one day. I don't need to make money. My dad makes money. <laughs> Sad for you. Sad for you. I I truly, I cannot believe that I pulled this this job today. All right. Uh, well, let me t explain to both of my, my nerds here about presentation. Everyone in Lake Town City celebrates presentation on the last day of December, on December 31st instead of New Year's Eve. But, you know, when you are on school, uh, this would be the last day of winter break. The As it goes, old winter wind blows through the cold northern United States and Canada, freezing and destroying all of the towns that are around there. This was celebrated kind of in places where uh, it was hard to heat. And all of the people who had lived there over time acknowledged the uh, old winter wind. However, the wind avoids communities that are bumbled together and help each other out. So that's why we celebrate presentation. That's when people have fun and give each other gifts and there's like a holiday festival where you all eat fried foods, hang out, and do the gift giving and, you know, demonstrate that you uh, care about each other and you've been thinking about each other this entire time. Both to scare off old winter wind and also, you know, because it's fun and nice and good. That's very pleasant. That's really cute. Very sweet. With a dirty 20, I would say, some people don't celebrate presentation because they think that it was put together by big capitalism looking at Chloe St. Croix uh, <laughs> just to sell presents and to make people actually buy into all of that stuff. But actually, like, you can see, like, the community roots of having an excuse in winter to exchange holidays and to demonstrate community and, like, that wind is no joke. Like, the wind chill in northern North America is very cold. So there might be something there that the winter wind is real. Yeah, I think I remember reading an article once about how one year there was a gigantic blizzard and no one could do the presentation or they did it two days later and the blizzard got, like, somehow incredibly, unbelievably worse, even though it was said to have passed already. Yes, exactly. 
this is not even just like a colonial thing. I can only imagine that the, all of the peoples who had lived in northern uh, North America have been celebrating something like this for an extended period of time. So then Mr. Minotaur says, the only thing that I ask you to do is to be totally quiet and do absolutely nothing. And we can all just get through this together. That sounds great, sir. You've already violated the first rule, Shit. which is say absolutely nothing. And also you just swore. Shit! Stop it. You're, you're becoming even more of a nuisance, more than all of the three of them. I hate this. <laughs> Nora makes a an L hand for loser with her mage hand and points it at Fritz. Uh, Fritz puts his head down on the, on the desk. <laughs> Chloe's just back on her phone being like, someone's live streaming the presentation, quote unquote, Mr. Minotaur, so I'm good. <laughs> can, you, can you please put that away? Anyone's teleported to the back of a classroom. <laughs> Yay! Please. I, oh, my God. And Mr. Minotaur just picks up the desk and puts it in front of the door and then sits down at it and be like, fine. <laughs> Julia, who is live streaming presentation? Oh, Vanessa Vanderwerf. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, what's Vanessa's powers? She's actually like on the professional hero track. And so she's actually not like going to school next semester. She's actually interning with a professional hero from the town. Ooh, that's fun. I like that a lot. Uh, well, it's funny because Vanessa, you know, presentation is at the end of the day. Um, but Vanessa is live streaming and like lots of students are looking really bothered, like frustrated and worried. Um, They're all like kind of whispering to each other and all of them look super, super stressed out. But there's still like a period or two before presentation is supposed to even happen. I think I'm going to text her and be like, what's up? Everyone seems really weird. Oh my God, Chloe, where did you, you're able to use your phone in detention? That's fucking awesome. Yes, I'm fucking awesome. That's just how it goes. <laughs> um, You didn't hear the announcement? Uh, No, I guess in the basement we don't get announcements because we're too poor down here or something. I don't understand. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I I don't even want to tell you. It's too bad. And you're going to miss presentation anyway. So I don't even want to tell you what happened. Well, like, what if I could get out of here and come to the presentation? Like, what's going on? I need information. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, make a persuasion check for me. Uh, ooh. I rolled a 16. 12 plus 4. Nice, 16. Uh, Vanessa says, oh my God, yeah, you gotta you gotta get out. And can you like take a photo of Minister Minotaur? He's like pretty, I mean, I think he's like the hottest teacher in school, so. Oh my God, why? Do you know how much his sweater costs? No, how much? I would like to use appraisal to see how much his sweater costs. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he got it at TJ Maxx, so it was marked down to $9.99. Oh my God, Vanessa, less than $10. Less than $10. Oh, what a Maxinista. I love it. No. <laughs> Vanessa, you so have class. I love a thrifty hottie. Oh, my God, <laughs> Vanessa. I'm reevaluating our friendship right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> so here's what happened. The, the announcement came on, and it said that in order for you us to participate in presentation, you have to have presents for literally every single student. And they didn't tell us until today, which is just, I, I, how are we supposed to prepare? Why would we have everything for everyone? I mean, Vanessa, that makes no sense. Like, no one's as rich as me. No one can buy presents for the whole school. That's ridiculous. I know. <laughs> Okay, I don't want us to not celebrate presentation, even if I'm not there. Like, I'll see what I can do. I'll call Daddy. 
okay. I mean, I, this is for everyone. I don't know why they would do this. And then you just hear students being like, I just, I need to exchange presents. I only have one thing for my friends. And like, <laughs> there are just students everywhere who are freaking out about not being able to do this. Okay. Like, uh, excuse me, excuse me, uh, uh, Chloe, please put the phone away. Chloe puts the phone down and just, like, stands up, like, hands slamming on the desk, be like, this is an emergency. We can't celebrate presentation. No one can. This is a travesty. Do you understand? People need to buy gifts. That is how my religion works. <laughs> they need to spend money on other people. I, I also I also follow this this annoying religion and it's a religious oppression not to let me out. Okay? Fuck yeah. Oh, unfortunately, uh, I'm sorry to hear that, but you are in detention and detention comes before religion. I, I can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe, are you saying there's no like we can't get presents out? What's what's going on? Apparently, we can't celebrate presentation unless we have presents for everyone. That's... What does that even mean? I hate all of all people here. I was going to give a present to the lunch lady. <laughs> I'm sure she's very cool and also very grateful for any kind of gifts. Do you know how much those hairnets cost? Not a lot. <laughs> it's actually really sweet of you. I'm going to let that one go. Hmm. Like, can we, is there something we can do to help, help everyone? Like, do we got, we got to get out of here. Yeah. Fritz is going to stand up and say, Mr. Minotaur. Um, I think you need to let us out. Is that okay? No, you're in detention. Literally, no. All right, I cast Charm Person. <laughs> uh, wonderful. Brandon, take six points of psychic damage. Oh, God. Okay. What does it look like when you do Charm Person? For Fritz, it's just sort of like an innate power he has. We're not even sure it's an actual, like, power power. It could just be because he comes from a long line of politicians. You know, mm. when he needs to turn the charm on, he can turn the charm on. Mm. I wonder if your voice is amplified a little bit from your electricity. Definitely. And then you see that, like, the the voice waves going at Mr. Minotaur bounce off of him and hit back at you. Oh, no. Being like, yeah, uh, do you think I would be in detention and not be able to uh, rebuff all of your powers? No. They don't do Please don't do that. Hmm. Did he make a wisdom saving throw? Or is he just resistant to magic? That's a good question. Oh. Hmm. Is there anything like on his person that doesn't seem like normal part of his outfit typically? Interesting. Uh, why don't you can make an investigation check? Why don't you guys uh, do some rolls? Figure if look, look into it. Sure. I did roll a 17, though, so that's, I would like to know. Uh, yeah, he's wearing a uh, kind of a chunky uh, metal wristband. Uh, and he literally, I guess he just shows it being like, yeah, don't, don't do that. The people who have detention, they have magic wristbands to be able to keep from doing that. So don't do that. I rolled mm. an 18 for Arcana, so our tech check. Like, do I know anything about this wristband? It's weakness? Like, it's anything like that? Sure. Yeah, I think with Arcana, I think that it rebuffs magic. But I think that it's, if you had something maybe that was more powerful or maybe I think with an 18, this is like it got counterspelled and thrown back at you. Mm -hmm. So mechanically, I'd say that's what this metal wristband could do. Yeah, I mean, I rolled a 12. I do have thieving tools, so I could always try to take that wristband right off of him. Ooh. Nora's going to lean over to Awen and say, um, hey, so like, is is your thing teleport? Can you like teleport all of us just like out of here, wherever? 
Um, I don't have any friends, but so I've never really tried this. But we could we could give it a try. That's for sure. That's adorable. You might you might lose you might lose a limb, but <laughs> oh, I no. won't I won't lose <laughs> okay. a limb. So maybe as a backup plan then, but maybe not as a as a first plan. It's worth it for capitalism. Sounds like a first plan to me personally. <laughs> I, I have always... nothing to lose. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Fine. I I I like your shoes. That's um very weird of you to say okay. in a time like this. So, um, yeah. Uh, anyone want to teleport? We could try a teleport. This is for capitalism, so I will risk a limb. I can also like, <laughs> I I can't like put limbs back on any of you, but I can like buy you cybernetic limbs and like heal you up that way. Ordinarily, you would not be able to bring everyone with you, but if you want to try to make an Arcana check, you can. Yeah. You can also, if you want to try to uh, grab the wristband off of after Mr. Minotaur, you can. Personally, before we lose some limbs in this group, mm. I think I should just try to swipe that wristband. That's absolutely fair. Incredible. Let's start by doing a stealth check to see how uh, how easy this will be for you. I would like to create a distraction to give the help action. Mm. Incredible. What would you, what do you do? I just want to absolutely insult Mr. Minotaur's whole outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it. So like <laughs> Chloe like gets up from the table and like stands in front of him and is like, "Mr. Minotaur, between the two of us, TJ Maxx is not your style, okay? We don't have to keep doing this year after year. It's starting to actually impact my education, looking <laughs> at you and getting really sad about the, about, like, just your lack of fashion. It's just really kind of hurtful now. And I don't know what to do about it. Like, I don't, I don't know how we can have a conversation that will convince you to start caring about your appearance. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Incredibly inappropriate. Yeah, I'll give you, Connor, I'll give you advantage on your stealth check. Perfect. Um, I rolled a 14. Um, and then 21. Ooh, 21, shit. incredible. Hell yeah. Yeah, so what does it look like when you, you have this distraction? What does it look like when you sneak up? So while he's crying like a baby, <laughs> I seem to just very faintly go, bloop, and I'm right behind him. <laughs> And it's just as easy as me pulling out my little pick, taking it off, putting it in my pocket, bloop, right back in my seat. It's like he didn't even know. Through the tears, he couldn't even see how quick I was there. <laughs> I spend a lot of time. I, I, I went through villain rehabilitation training. I became a teacher. I don't know why he would say such hurtful things about me. Hell yes. The anti-magic bra uh, detention bracelet is off. So... I think at that point, Chloe's going to cast command on him and be like, you need to leave. Command? You're so embarrassing. My you need God. to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I felt really morally conflicted. <laughs> I let me do a wisdom saving throw. Let's go. I rolled a 13. Cool. I'm also going to cast Bane on him real quick just to make sure this works because my, <laughs> my spell save is 13. But you're now going to subtract a 1d4 from the roll that you just did. Dang. Well, pretty rude. Wow. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I don't have to take this from anyone. As like, a, there's like a golden hue around him. He's like, I hate this. I hate you. I'm getting out of here. And uh, Mr. Minotaur leaves the room. Yay. We did it. I just want to establish whenever I cast a spell, it's the sound of like one of those old credit card machines where they have to like press the credit card. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> so Incredible. Incredible. All right, well, yeah, Mr. Minotaur is gone, and the door is open. 
All right, let's go save presentation. Let's do it. Fine. Uh, fine. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, stop stealing my lines. God. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. All right. You are all running out into the hallways. There are students looking around incredibly fraught, being like, how? I don't know where I can get like 200 chocolates for everyone. And another students be like, help me build snowmen for everyone as they try to like give everyone and be like, how do I write like t- 200 haikus? Is everyone going to like that? I don't know. And just like students running around. Some of them are floating. Some of them are on fire. One person is a sentient rock that's just kind of rolling around. Oh, no. <laughs> Not again. He only rolls when he's really upset. <laughs> Normally, I cause him to be that upset. That's really disturbing. <laughs> you're, you're running through the school. You're going up from the basement into the main hallways. And that is where Mr. Minotaur spins around being like, I do not appreciate being confused and told to do anything. So this is going to be more difficult for you than it is for me. He waves his hands in the air and his horns glow purple and out of the ground of the hallways comes walls. And you're realizing it's not just keeping you away. They're turning left and right and up and back. And there is a maze in the hallway here. Hey, it's Amanda. This is The Mid-Roll, a quick break in the episode where we thank our listeners and sponsors and also give you a nice little anecdote to remember that good stuff does happen in the world. Today, that is the feeling of waking up in the morning and remembering that you made cookie dough last night. There is like three pounds of cookie dough in my fridge right now, and I could not be happier. So welcome to The Mid-Roll. They're brown butter chocolate chip. So good. First and foremost, if this is your first episode of Join the Party, welcome. We are a D&D actual play podcast with tangible worlds, genre-pushing storytelling, and collaborators who make each other laugh every week. We welcome everyone to the table from longtime players to folks who've never touched a role-playing game before. This is a special holiday bonus episode, but usually we're playing Campaign 2, The Join Campaign, which is a modern sci-fi superhero story. But you can also marathon all of Campaign 1, The Party Campaign, for a high fantasy story. And once a month, we release the after party where we answer your questions about the show and how we play the game. So join us or smash that subscribe, as YouTubers would say. We are so glad to have you. Finally, a huge thanks to Hero Forge, who sponsored this episode and made it possible for us to publish such a fun holiday bonanza. Thank you, Hero Forge. They offer fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy races from all types of genres and thousands of parts and accessories and animal companions to choose from. They're always putting out new stuff. In fact, every Tuesday they announce a new drop, just like Join the Party. And last week they announced Brass Knuckle Blades, which I think Julia would really enjoy, and Pointed Ballet Flats with or without an adorable bow, along with a whole lot of new hairstyles and textures and protective head wraps. So go on and visit their site. The generator is so much fun to play with, and I guarantee you're going to enjoy bringing your favorite characters to life. All of that can be found at HeroForge.com. That's HeroForge.com. And now, let's get back to the show. How tall are the walls? They go to the ceiling, yes. Okay. Damn. Is Mr. Minotaur still in view, or has he disappeared into the labyrinth? He is standing behind you, and he's saying, "You know, if you're not going to stay in detention, at least I'm going to keep you from this fun holiday thing, because that's punishment, and that is how world works, and that's what happened uh, when I got thrown in super jail, and that's what we're all going to do here in school. Can Nora take a picture of his sweater with her cell phone? 
Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. What are the odds that this maze mirrors the sweater? Can I just like make some kind of check? <laughs> yeah, dude. What kind of check do you want to make? I, I think serve, if it's about the maze, it's a survival check. Well, folks, we got a negative one, but a miracle could happen. I'll give you <laughs> advantage because that's a very interesting thing you said. Okay. I mean, that's Jeez. a 14. That's pretty, okay. It could be worse. In 14, the sweater and the maze do not match. Damn it. But he is a minotaur and his thing is mazes, which is why he did that. So you do that put that together and be like, oh, that's kind of clever. Uh, you do. I will say you do know you're kind of like in the main hallway and you do know where all of these things go. I think with a 14, I'd say that ordinarily presentation is going to be in the gymnasium, which is kind of on the other side. And you have to go outside to get to the gym. It's kind of separated off. Um, but you can go to a few different places. You can go to the library. You can go to the office as well. If you go left or right, kind of like imagine this is a four way stop and you are in detention where you are forward gymnasium, left library, right main office. I mean, if it was an announcement, something must be happening in the office, right? Mm. I'd agree. It's like, what do you do with this maze? I can also try using my mage hand to like, I'll go in one direction and the hands can go in the other two. And like, if they run up against something, then at least I'll know that that's not the way to go. Mm. So I can also try figuring out the maze. Frisk turns around and says, Mr. Minotaur, would you pretty please show us the way out? And I'm going to cast Charm Person again. <laughs> try. Nice. Try your best. Damn. Nice. A real Brandon maneuver. <laughs> I have to make a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. I roll an eight. Yep. 13. <laughs> what, do you just like electroshock him into doing what you want? Yeah, it's like, you know, like uh, like when a magic witch kind of character like puts their fingertips up to your temple, but it's electricity and just kind of like shocks the brain for a second. Oh, yeah, sure. I love good students who definitely run for vice president and care about vice president as a student body uh, election, just like Al Gore. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, so the thing you have to do in terms of the maze is that you all need to work together. There isn't really a way. You just need to do teamwork. It's more of a lesson than anything else. This is a, this is a metaphorical maze is what you're saying? No, real maze, but you have to learn a lesson. I hate group projects. God, okay, come on, guys, let's go. And I'll like use my mage hands to like prod all of us in the back, like moving us forward into the base. Stop. That's true. Uh, Mr. Bernard, can you can you come with us though? I think uh, you'd be a great asset to our team. Uh, no, uh, I will watch you from afar. But it seems like I need you to learn your lesson. So honestly, for your own benefit, you should be doing this yourself. Okay, I guess that's fair. Um. I'm just looking out for you and your whole, like, growing as a person, which is what friends do for each other. I appreciate it. Um, When you do your daily report on the tension, can you just go ahead and mark us as present and all accounted for, please? Thanks. Oh, absolutely. And takes out the, <laughs> takes out the, the clipboard and uh, writes, present and delightful for all of you and shows it to you. <laughs> Thank you. And I whisper over my shoulder, at least we're not boring and unhelpful as I enter the maze. <laughs> yeah, so we enter the maze. Incredible. So yeah, how do you help each other and where would you like to go? I can't teleport to places I haven't seen without a huge risk. So I can only help us if we go somewhere incorrect and teleport us back to like the beginning. Oh, that's, oh, that's smart. smart. That is useful. Yeah. You're like a checkpoint. Love that. <laughs> yeah. As long as I remember. We'll put little red flags. <laughs> this can just be a montage. You already know what you have to do. 
yeah, I'll Nora can kind of like have mage hands running in front of us, and so if they smack into a wall, then we know and we say, okay, you know, uh, it wouldn't go, and then you you teleport us back to a checkpoint. But I think through a little bit of blundering and some Scooby doing, and you know, smack it into a, a wall, we make it out on the right hand fork to go toward the office. I like it. Any 80s music from whatever John Hughes movie is playing, <laughs> choose your own adventure, put it on yourself. Uh, <laughs> um, it can be Wham. They did. A, you could do be Last Christmas if you want, if you wanted to be uh, festive. You can do whatever you like. Ava, what does it look like when you try to tell people like that they went the wrong way? Oh, my God. I get incompetent. <laughs> and I just grab everyone's hands and we go back. <laughs> I love that. That's very funny. But I'm also no help, by the way. I'm just standing in the background with my hands like in my hoodie brooding. <laughs> I love that. It's so so it's just like, it is adorable that you have to hold our hands in order to teleport, by the way. I do it, but I don't like it. Mm, yes, it's still adorable, though. <laughs> but you have really soft hands. Must be an expensive moisturizer. Oh my God, it's, from, <laughs> it's from Korea. It's actually made out of snail-like uh, trail. And it's very good for you. Disgusting, but effective. Mm -hmm. Extremely (laughs) so. It's also very good for under eye bags. (laughs) I do like the idea that it's called Snail Trail. It is. It's the name of the lotion. Whatever the Korean translation of Snail Trail is. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, I think you guys take the right and you go to the office. Um, The office, like all school offices, has terrible halogen lighting. It is incredibly white in there, like just the light ricocheting off of the white. In the front is the secretary, uh, Ms. Manzukis, who's been working there for 40 years, even though the school opened this year. Very strange. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> She's a time traveler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. She, her power is time travel. So she could organize all of the administration's calendars together. Uh, yeah. As the head administrator, she's wearing an incredibly chunky red sweater that has a big present on it. And there's also, like, a very detailed scene of a bunch of people of all race, creeds, heights, genders, and sexualities giving each other presents. And then over to the side, there is, a like, an image of a cloud with a grumpy face that's like, I can't bother them. (laughs) (laughs) So full presentation scene on on, uh, Ms. Manzoukas' sweater. And she says, ah, kids, you're going to miss presentation. What are you doing here? Well, apparently, and this is an emergency, we can't participate in presentation unless we have presents for everyone. Apparently, there was, we were in detention, and apparently, they don't make announcements down there because it's too poor in the basement. But they said we can't give, we can't participate in presentation unless we have presents for everyone. Oh, that's strange. Let me look around. Oh. Well, it's true. I do have this memo from the superintendent saying the basement is too poor. So uh, you're right about that. Uh, Let me look. Well, I didn't make that announcement. I'm not really sure who did. Uh, I don't see anything on the morning announcement that says everyone needs to have this. Um, Was it the student body president? She's always saying bullshit, you know? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Brandon, make an insight check. Can I also roll insight? Yeah, everyone roll an insight check about who made the announcement. I rolled a 21. 18. <laughs> Natural one. Nice. Oh, There's those Brandon rolls. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I only got a nine. Yeah, okay, Brandon, with a natural one, regardless of what happens, you do think that the president made the announcement or is in some way involved in putting the announcement on. Yeah. You sort of see this, like, um, glaze go over Fritz's face, and he just starts, like, mumbling conspiracy theories about the student body president. <laughs> <laughs> the Illuminati and the student body president are in cahoots. Uh-huh. Who rolled the highest? 
Me. Miss Benzinger said, yeah, well, I didn't make the announcement, but I did hear it, and it seemed like someone was using a voice changer or something. I don't know who would make that announcement, but it wasn't anybody around here. Hmm. Who else would have access to the announcement machine? I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I have people for that. Excuse me? It would be any of the t- any of the teachers that has access to it, but, you know, it's ordinarily my job. Uh, but maybe someone who had a free period or when that was happening, who, was, uh, who wasn't teaching a class, maybe they were the ones who do it, who would do it. But a lot of the teachers are accounted for. They're also really wanted to participate in presentations. Hmm. Can I grab off like a desk behind her or a wall in the back? Is there any kind of like sign in log for teachers? Hmm. Sure. Uh, when you, the hands are going by, she's like, hey, no students, no parts of students can go back there. <laughs> um, I think it's really unfair and discriminatory to think of my mage hands, which are, in fact, discrete parts and entities unto themselves as part of me. <laughs> You're saying they're not a part of you? I'm having one hand like float in front of her face and like twist and turn as my <laughs> hand makes my real hand makes different motions. And then I want the second hand to try to do that behind her back with sleight of hand. Great. Can you explain what do these your hands look like? Yeah, they're just fully Mickey Mouse hands. I hate them. Great. Um, Got it. I hate them and I wish they were spectral. And we've tried really, really hard to make them look like bones or something cool, but it just won't happen. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah roll sleight of hand. Oh, that's a natural 20. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Sure, yeah. Who do you want to, do you want to pants anyone while you're over here? (laughs) Is there anything bulky in one of the teacher mailboxes? Sure. I think that there is a present from your math teacher, Firestorm, who has fire powers, from uh, Mr. Firestorm, being like, babe, you're so hot, love you, here is a present because you're so hot. From Mr. Firestorm. And there's like a big bulky present like jammed into the mailbox that's like just wrapped in like brown paper. Adults are so embarrassing. <laughs> Adults are so embarrassing. Yeah, I'm going to just take that out and, and dump it in like a random mailbox that doesn't belong to Firestorm and grab the login uh, so we can see who's scheduled to be free that day. Incredible. Yeah. Well, it seems like the only person whose schedule was free was Mr. Minotaur who was doing detention. I make eye contact with the other three and I shake my head like, Ugh, I got nothing. I mean, he was with us the whole time. Can I get a timeline from Vanessa to see what the, like, when the announcement was made versus when Mr. Minotaur came into detention? Good question. He's the only, Mr. Minotaur was the only teacher who wasn't, quote unquote, teaching a class. And you don't know who was assigned to detention necessarily. Because if people were already upset by the time detention started, then I guess it's possible he did it just before coming down, right? Yeah. We're going to have to kill that guy. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't really care about everybody else, but I want my own presence. So maybe we have to just, like, go to the gym and see what's happening there. Yeah. Can I pull out my smartphone and using my uh, goody two-shoes political connections with every single teacher on campus? Can I just, like, email my favorite teacher? You know, it's the calculus teacher or whatever. Sure. And be like, hey, do you know who was uh, in detention duty today? Yeah, I think in response, you get an email back from uh, the mystical wizard 
at superschool.com <laughs> being like, Fritz, my boy, of course you could ask me such questions for all we do is explore the magical depths of the universe and calculus. Uh, what I'm able, Unfortunately, I'm not able to help you because I need to run around and get artifacts for all 200 students and teachers. But what I will say is that it seems like there shouldn't have been any detention happening today. Why? Why would we have detention on presentation that defies all laws of physics and of the multiverse? Ha ha! Please turn in your problem set at the end of winter break. <laughs> He's the only teacher whose email reads itself out loud on your tele- on your iPhone. That feels right. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, yeah, there was no one there. We were in detention for no reason. Apparently, there was no one. There was no one. Set. Let's go no, to the gym. You were in detention for no reason. We got detention. Yeah. Wait. Were you in detention? Ms. Manzuka says. Says that. I'd be like, that's a, a rule of presentation that there is no detention on when presentation is happening. You should have done this on the first day that you came back. How could I forget that was one of the platforms I ran on? That's literally your job, bud. <laughs> we have to find the Minotaur and kill him. I'm I'm game for that plan. There we go. Did someone say killing? Yeah. It's much more effective to bully if they're still alive, though, so that's just my one thing. <laughs> Listen, you have an entire school worth of people to bully. I can sacrifice a person to capitalism today, and my God would super appreciate that. Incredible. Can everyone please make perception checks? Yes, of course. Wow. 10. 17. 22. 14. 14. Is it getting colder in here? It seems like it's getting colder in the school. Did everyone get above a 20? With above a 20, it seems like you literally hearing the wind outside whipping against the school. Like, you know, when it's blowing that hard, you can actually hear it. And you hear like, of like trees, like hitting against the windows and slapping against it. And outside, all of you hear, ah, this is a lesson for all of you, but also a lesson for me. Do we recognize the voice? Yes, it's the voice of Mr. Minotaur outside. Ah, uh, uh, we'll get okay. him. Oh, no. Um, Can I try to, to vault over the desk and use the announcement system? Like, where is it located in the office? Oh, it's just kind of like a microphone that's, like, attached from the wire into some computer over there. Yeah, can I just use my mage hand to, like, lift it toward me like a corded phone? Uh, yeah, make another sleight of hand check, but with, uh, with advantage. First roll is a natural one, so that's good. Uh, 16 with 16. advantage. Yeah, sure. You can you can pick it up. As I'm bringing it over, I'm going to turn to my, my newfound compatriots and be like, I'm, I'm just going to tell everybody to give each other, like, a pencil or some shit. Is that okay? Yeah, I mean, like, if we defeat this guy, I can literally give everyone presents, like, for everyone to give. Material gifts aren't really that great. We can just tell everyone to give each other compliments or hugs. Except, Fritz... That the wind or whatever, basically the devil for my religion in this in this holiday, basically won't go away unless we give each other material gifts. So the the oh, the storm is capitalism. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> capitalism is what keeps the storm at bay. If we kill the Minotaur, we could each hand each student a piece of the Minotaur. <laughs> Kinda. As long as I don't have to put in any effort, I'm okay with either one. I like the pencil idea. Yeah. You seemed really into murder before. So if, would you put a little effort into murder? He, well, of course. Um, okay, great. As long as there's pain and suffering, it just it'll let me sleep tonight. The <laughs> fact yeah, that it's God. windy and cold right now, I'm feeling actually right at home. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, Awen, you uh, you're just like, wow, I've never liked school more than right now. <laughs> I'm just kind of brooding behind everyone, like, wow, this is the most I've seen anything happen in my entire life. Normally, I'm alone in my dark room. Incredible. How? Yeah. How does your family celebrate presentation? We don't actually. Um, <laughs> I couldn't even really tell you what my parents look like. They're at home half the time, but we don't speak. I like that, and not in like a sad way. It's it's communal. We agree that we don't talk to each other. It's just how we. That's how we communicate. It's actually how we show love. It's like a monastery. <laughs> yeah, basically. We we flash back to your house on presentations past, and there's like a knock at the door, and you'd be like, "Um, honey, I didn't even want to really do this, but." I'm doing a load of laundry, and if somehow your clothes ended up in there, great. Sounds about right, you know. That's pretty much what happens at my house. Yeah. <laughs> That's perhaps the kindest moment in your home for a long time. <laughs> we, were, we were just surprised that anyone ever knocked on our door. I think that was the first time someone's ever come to visit us. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, or whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Everyone ate sequestered at all points of your house, like reading in their own nooks. Our electricity bill is shockingly low. Yeah. No light, no heat. Candles high, though. Lots of candles are going to the Seraphim house. Wonderful. Yeah, so what do you all want to do? I think that at that point, you might hear clattering and more screaming as the wind now is, like, fully whipping inside of the school. All right, let's go kill that minotaur. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. um, Fritz is going to stand up and with his politician powers and his powers of performance, just... With the uh, fucking patriarch music behind him, just give the best encouragement speech of his life to be like, all right, let's go defeat this Minotaur. <laughs> That's the best? Uh, well, like, um, I'm not Fritz, so like, I can't do it as well as Fritz would do. <laughs> so just you like can't do that. in your head, just be like, you know, newfound friends, compatriots, and allies, it's time for us to kick, and I'm going to say it, kick this Minotaur's butt and save presentation let's go i love the idea of mickey mouse hands holding that so that you can say that over the loudspeaker in front of you and then brandon they uh i say oh what's that and then i do a little like the nose flick thing when i turn off the, the <laughs> system. hell yes um i think that you see that the doors have busted wide open and everyone is just kind of running in different directions um and leading outside uh, in front of the gymnasium, as you run outside to see where the wind is whipping from, you see that Mr. Minotaur is now like kind of whipped up in kind of like an icy tornado. Like his bottom half is now no longer on the ground. He's levitating a few feet off the ground. Like even then there's just like white and light blue and uh, real cold wind chill whipping around him. He was like, no one can defeat me, obviously. I don't know why you let me go near children. I killed Someone like three months ago. (laughs) I'm still very much a villain and I fooled all of you, but the real winter wind is coming and I'll have infinite power. I'm going to cast Bless on the three of my companions real quick. Thank you. Hell yes. So everyone kind of like glows with the shiny gold of a like MasterCard. (laughs) Incredible. And uh, you can add 1d4 to any saving throw or attack that you guys do for the next, like, minute. Hell yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Hell yes. Nice. All right. So here's how this is going to work. This is the one shot. We don't have enough time to roll initiative and stuff. But I think that everyone just do something that you would like. You think that you can save the day. You are outside. The wind chill is dropping. It is freezing. And it's getting colder and colder and colder. How are you going to defeat Mr. Minotaur using the skills that you all have? Everyone will get a chance to go. Whoever wants to go. And then we'll we'll figure it out. And I'll throw some stuff back at you. Cool. I'm going to help my allies with their like aim and ability to attack. So I'm going to use lightning lure and I'm going Ooh. to send out a shock of, of lightning to pull Mr. Monitor back down to the ground in range of everyone. Hell nice. yes. So you must succeed on a strength saving throw. I feel like the Minotaur probably has pretty good strength. I mean, let's see. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> I'm like, what's his vulnerable points? He has plus four, but let's see how this goes. Hey, roll bad. Uh, I rolled a 19. Oh, okay. so that's pretty good. <laughs> that is pretty good. I am going to tip my wheelie backpack over to provide a little bit of a shield that we can all kind of crouch behind. <laughs> I was going to suggest, is there anything that we see that I could transport us so we could go hide behind some shelter? If there's like, we're outside, but like a tree perhaps to the left. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, make a perception check. Ooh, 17. Hell yes. Yeah, there is a big shed that has all the various uh, sports balls and equipment that all of you could hide behind so you are no longer uh, freezing as much. Um, I think with the lightning, lo- yeah, you guys bamf behind there. And as even when you try to push him off, an icy blast is thrown back at Fritz. Be like, I am no ordinary uh, string of Christmas lights. You can't just plug me in and then leave me up and then I get tangled on my own and then it becomes a whole problem later. That's just not how it works. I would like to inflict wounds at a second level. Oh, hell yes. Fritz, take five points of ice damage, please, as uh, the icy wind cuts through you. Got it. It was a good idea, Fritz. Sorry. uh, uh, Weird shoes. Weird? weird Are you talking about my shoes? Yeah, your shoes suck, bro. I complimented you, and then I I realized my whole thing. Uh, 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 Did you buy them at Marshall's? I I don't know. I got them at... and then I turn away. Did your mom buy them for you? No. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Julia, I will tell you through your appraisal, one, from Marshall's, two, his mom did buy it for him, and three, she had a 25% off coupon as well. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> buddy. Cool. Uh, I rolled a 19, and I think for my melee spell attack, I add three to that, so that's a 22. Yeah, hell yeah, that hits. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to roll 4d10 necrotic damage on this motherfucker. Holy shit. Yeah. 8, 7, 4, 10. Hold on. I have to do math. Uh, math. <laughs> 29. Holy shit. Wow. What does inflict Damn. wounds look like from a, a wealth cleric? Uh, $100 bills appear around me and then just like shoot at it like yeah. razor leaf. <laughs> they get like torn up in his tornado. Yeah. When they hit him, do they make a ka-ching sound? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that feels like when, you know, like a 70s or 80s game show, how you're trapped in a box. Yeah. And then, like, there's just money going everywhere. That 100% he adds. Caught up and be like, oh, I could use this to spend on to spend on my evil lair, but it's hurting me instead. It's like one of those things, like Tantalus, like the minute he tries to grab one, it just disappears. I This seems like a metaphor for other things. <laughs> 
Hell yes. Julia, in response, take eight points of ice damage as uh, Mr. Minotaur takes like a clump of $100 bills and puts them together in a snowball and just throws it at your head. Be like, I hate everything that's happening here. You're welcome. I would love to follow that up with a mage hand punch where I send out both of my mage hands, the Mickey Mouse hands making a pillowy fist, and I'm going to hit him first to the left and then to the right of his head. Hell yeah. Okay, the first one was an 11 to hit, but I'm going to add that 1d4. So that's a 13 to hit. No, it, uh, that does not hit. Okay, then I'll try my second. Nope, that one was just a 7. You swing. The, the Mickey Mouse hands are being tossed through the air by the wind. That's okay. I can, using Action Surge, take a second action on top. Do it. Um, can I just try to give him a wet willy in one of his ears and distract him for whoever's coming next? Sure. Yeah, make a dexterity check. That's a 16. That Yeah, that, that distracts him. I'll give advantage on the next person who does something. The Mickey Mouse heads are tossed about in the, in the winter wind, and uh, you get one in his ear. Be like, oh, oh no, this is bringing up memories of being bullied as a child. Stop hitting yourself. No. Stop hitting yourself. You're doing it. Stop hitting yourself. No. Stop hitting yourself. I thought by getting an ancient power to help me, this would stop. Stop hitting yourself. It's my villain origin story again. <laughs> yeah. Connor, what do you do? I was thinking, I mean, it's so typical of me at this point. I mean, I only have like one trick at this point. But what if I teleported behind him and did a little bit of a sneak attack with my misty step? Do it. Hell yes. Love it. Actually, Amanda's already giving the help action, so that'll get advantage. So you'll automatically get sneak attack damage. Mm -hmm. Right. That's right. Because the hands are all up in there, that counts already. So you do get sneak attack anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, So I rolled a 13 and then an 11. Oh, I, I forgot. I have a plus three dexterity. So 16. 16. Hell yes. Roll your damage plus sneak attack. Oh no, not a good one. It's uh, only 12. <laughs> okay, 12 points of damage. Do you have a weapon? Do you have a weapon well, in so school? I'm like, do I have my daggers? Because I would love to stab this motherfucker. <laughs> I, do, I think you do have your daggers, yeah. <laughs> I think I have both my daggers and I just do like a quick jab towards his kidneys. <laughs> no, you shouldn't have weapons in school at all. I hate this. These are your school daggers. You're a legit <laughs> villain trying to murder us all. I don't need to murder children. I have infinite power. And I think that at that point, he swirls higher and higher up in the air. Me like, you can't stop me. Presentation isn't happening. And old winter wind is going to destroy all of Lake Town City. There's nothing you can do about it. And I think that he is now high enough in, in the air and now like, Ice is starting to fall from the sky, and it's getting colder and colder and colder, and your skin just feels too cold. You're like, you never get warm ever again. But you realize that the door to the gymnasium is open, but it is still dark inside. Should we bail and run into the gymnasium to, for cover? We should, yeah, get the lights on in the gymnasium. Sounds like it, yeah. Sure. Wonderful. Uh, as you run into the gymnasium and you turn on the lights, uh, maybe Fritz has literally turned it on using his electric powers. That'd be cool. Thank you. I was going to say that exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's turned on and you see that like it's like an abandoned festival. Like there's booths and games and everything. There's a, there's a big ring around of beanbag chairs where people can sit and exchange presents. And there's like an entire latka station just giving out fried potatoes and cheese. The dream yes. is latkas. God. Yeah, but like nothing's happening. No one's in there. And it all looks really sad without any people in there. Chloe, could you like group text just like everyone and tell them to come here? Oh, yeah. I have everyone's email and also group chat. Just like all contact. Come. Presentation. Let's go. 
I have gifts for everyone. Fritz is going to go ahead and email the teachers because I assume that Chloe doesn't have that. No, probably not. <laughs> Who else would, Fritz? Who else would? I think what Chloe does, too, is she, like, reaches into her bag and just, like, fishes out random, like, either accessories or, like, makeup stuff and then just gives them to each of you being like, here is an iPhone charger. Here are AirPods. Here is one of the Kardashians makeup sets. Wonderful. Incredible. I think that as you do that and as you hear students start to walk across outside, the calculus teacher just steps in through, I guess, a crack in space time sure. and be like, I'm ready to celebrate. <laughs> I've come back to this timeline where it's nasty. <laughs> and uh, the wind is starting to die down outside. And Fritz is going to like shoot some lightning off and change the colors of the lights in the hall and make it more festive. Aww. Wonderful. Nora is going to, as people walk in, say, you're exempt from bullying for one week. You're exempt from bullying for two days. You're exempt from bullying because I never noticed you before. You have another week or two at least. And start giving that to people. Awen's um, teleporting around, rehanging up everything. Uh, and she's actually aw. finally starting to feel a little bit of joy for the very first time. <laughs> Love that. I like that. That's so sweet. Uh, I want to shoot the Minotaur with Inflict Wounds again. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to kill him. Eric. Hold on one second. Awen, as you're doing that, you see uh, your 10 brothers and sisters who also all go to the school and all have like super edgy uh, edgelord powers as well are, are all standing there and they're like, nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I look at my brothers and sisters and I kind of get embarrassed that I, they caught me doing a good thing. So I teleport across the room. No. It's, okay. it's okay. Like two of them turn into ravens and start hanging things. Three of them like dip into the shadows to like make the lights look nicer. <laughs> like one of them fully just turns into bones and uh, <laughs> erects themselves as like a throw a ball at the bones sort of game. So they're all doing their spookiness just like you would help out so yeah. uh you shouldn't feel embarrassed <laughs> yeah as this is happening the wind is dying down and you hear mr minotaur outside and be like no my power i thought i'd be able to be a villain forever wait what is that why why does it hurt and why are pennies coming out of this wound is he down for the count eric Almost? uh roll for damage please cool I, I rolled an 18 so i'm pretty sure i hit him yeah you do 17 plus 8. That's a vicious spell. Is uh, 25. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ms. Manzoukas takes out, like, the confidential file on Chloe St. Croix. And, like, there's a lot of stuff being, like, hero? Villain? Question mark? Kind of on the dividing line there. And Ms. Manzoukas says, nah, it's going to be fine. Let's recommend her for the hero track. <laughs> <laughs> How do you finish Mr. Minotaur? So I'm going to channel my divinity. And I'm going to cast Riches, which when you reduce a hostile creature to zero hit points, you can use Channel Divinity to conjure an explosion of coins around the creature. Yay! And so he explodes into a bunch of coins and Chloe's like, you're all welcome. You're all welcome. Happy presentation to all and to all a happy winter break. I have to go. <laughs> I think Fritz is going to cast this guy's self real fast and turn into the look of the spirit of presentation and going to go and grab some coins and start handing them out to the crowd. Excellent. Great. Brandon, I've been wondering this the entire time. How does your electric powers make you turn in <laughs> use disguise self? Explain it to us. Well, this is more of the politician thing. He's really able to uh, blend into anything he needs to at any point. 
So do you like style a snow beard out of snow outside? Exactly. He just kind of like uses like the lightning lure to like pull things from various spots okay. and just like dress up. I love that. Yeah, you pull co- a costume from the theater department mm-hmm. in there. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, wow, the winter wind is contributing to this. This is so nice. Mm-hmm. Finally, at Super School, everyone is running to the gymnasium as Mr. Minotaur explodes into fucking coins. Mm-hmm. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and everyone is having a wonderful time in the festival. I think Vanessa comes up and be like, oh my god, Chloe, thank you so much for saving the day. Of course. Obviously, my god is very happy today. <laughs> I don't like that you blew up the hottest teacher in school, but I guess he was bad. <laughs> Vanessa, this is how we teach you to have standards, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Nora's in the corner saying, wow, I guess, like, without anyone to bully, the only person left to bully is myself. And that makes eye contact with the camera. <laughs> Nora, do you want me to buy you a whole new wardrobe? Would that be good for you? <laughs> if I hadn't given you a 24-hour exemption from bullying, I'd have a great comeback. Get back to me tomorrow. Okay. I think that someone uh, puts a hand on your shoulder, and you look, and it's like animate water. And you look up, and there's just like a full person who's made out of water. And it's like, nice, I saw what you did out there. We definitely need P- more hands for the water polo team. Do you want to join? You could be a jock and just, like, put your bullying to good use into sports. Can it get me a scholarship? Probably. That's how I'm going to soon the LTC. <laughs> Let's do it. Eowyn, what are you doing at the festival? Eowyn, at this point, has gotten absolutely exhausted from socializing, considering she never socialized with anyone. So she's in the corner with her tarot cards trying to predict the future. Big mood. Big mood. I think that at that point, all of your brothers and sisters and their various spooky things as shadows and ravens and bones and... Toads. And a toad, yeah, a very large toad. (laughs) They all collect around you, guess like... What looks like a picturesque, like, witch's desk as you are doing the tarot. And they're just kind of, like, watching you do it and making you look super sceny and spooky. (laughs) So in their own way, your family is trying to help. Without a doubt. There's not a lot of speaking going on. And from a distance, we just look like a collective shadow. But just know... There's a little bit of warmth there. Just, just a little bit. The the frog, like the, the big chest, like blows up and then goes, Robert, mom and dad really messed us up, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> and Fritz, you get a, a poke on the shoulder and um, be like, oh my God, Fritz, what are you doing here? Blow, blow, blow. Be sure to vote out the student body president next election cycle. Uh, oh, hi. Hey. As you turn around, you see uh, Heather Happenstance, who is the the president, a very, very popular uh, girl in school. And also, she has incredible luck powers, where uh, everything just kind of goes well for her. Mm. She says, okay, well, I was going to give you a present for being, like, a vice president who actually did stuff when I didn't do anything. But you did just tell people that they should vote me out. And honestly, just like Abraham Lincoln, you need to create a cabinet of enemies. So... (laughs) So thank you. Here, you can have this. And uh, it's a little present wrapped up in, like, black wrapping paper with little lightning bolts on it. I furiously rip it open. Uh, You rip it open, and it is uh, the biography of Walter Mondale, (laughs) uh, a failed vice president who, it seems, like, I thought you were named after him. How? Did did you talk to my mom about this? I didn't want anyone to know. 
Yeah, I just ran into her at the grocery store and she told me that you were super obsessed with Walter Mondale and also I know a lot of embarrassing stories about you as a child. So it had just kind of good happenstance and I thought you'd like it. Blow, 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 happy, happy, happy presentation, presentation. <laughs> <laughs> and as the, 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 as like, the, that's like a comic book panel. And then there's another comic book panel, like a real, all like the entire page is the entire festival. And then we zoom out one more and we see the winter, old winter wind blowing through. And it says to all of you and all of our readers and listeners, we hope that you give the gift of enjoying comedy. Content, but really, show the real gift is showing people that you love them. Happy holidays from all of us. Enjoy the party and Connor Franta. <laughs> good night. Good, good night. And then we zoom out again, and like the comic book closes. And January, wearing a nightcap and oh. some big glasses, he and now there's like a roaring fire. He says, "Wow." I really should stop reading these things before bed. They give me bad dreams. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yay. yay! And that is present party. Present party. <laughs> Connor, thank you so much for doing this with us. Oh my god, thanks for having me. That was so much fun. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Connor, where can people find you? And are you publishing something, or maybe something that people can uh, put their money towards once their the, their coffers from uh, the presents come back? <laughs> oh, well, most definitely. I have a, a book out. It's a, a collection of poetry, essays, and photography. It's on ConnorFrantabooks.com. You can get it anywhere books are sold. Uh, I am less moody on most of my social platforms, <laughs> so you can follow me at, at ConnorFranta to see a different side of me. But Thank you again for having me. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Absolutely. The real present was you, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on a Hallmark card. <laughs>